It's Patrick. It's Patrick. <laughs> I'm like, surely he'll catch on to the joke and he'll call himself Jenny. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Jenny. And we're back at it again. Episode 6, Vikings Valhalla, the last daughter of Uppsala. And first, I need to make an apology. Because I kept calling the last episode, episode four. <laughs> when it was episode five. And also, Patrick, did you notice we say everyone's name differently pretty much every time? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> also, I want to remind the, the makers of Thanksgiving to please come on the pod. Um, I issued an apology a couple episodes back, and the invitation is still there, you guys. Patrick still around making movies. I hope like so. Twenty years later. <laughs> How you doing, Pat? Good, 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 good. What's the drama? What's the team? Oh, still fighting over the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was paying my taxes and realized I forgot to pay last year's taxes. So. Oh, fun! Got to deal with the government. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Listen. Oh, I, I got a cat who wants to go to the... has to get her teeth cleaned, and she's been meowing for food all day, so... Millie? That's... Yeah. <gasps> I love her. Speaking of cats, you guys, I adopted a new cat. And her name's, I can't decide Betty or Biscuit, but she's sleeping. Betty's pretty cute. Huh? Betty's cute. Betty's cute just because Archie is Archie. I'm like, oh, Betty and Archie. Betty Biscuit. But anyway, you guys, we're here to talk about the best show of ever, all time, the show everyone's talking about, Vikings Valhalla. Patrick, what did you think about this episode? This is a good one. A lot of, a lot of plot development, but I like this one. It's so good. Should we just jump yeah. right in? I think so, yeah. All right, you guys. Here's our cold open. So remember in the previous episode, like, the Freydis was like, I have to go. She had to leave Uppsala, right? She had to go back to the village that she was at previously. Not Kattegat, but the one after that. Uh, where she left her friend, right? So she's like looking around, and she goes to the healer's cabin, and she calls for her friend Yursa. And you guys, Yursa is strung up, kind of like Jesus on the cross, right? Would you say? She kind of looked like oh, that. Like, I mean, a million times worse. She's like hanging from the ceiling in in the shape of a cross, like tied up. like. It's pretty jarring. Oh my God, it's like awful. It's, She's like heads just like hanging, like blood. and. Yeah, it's bad, you guys. Like really gruesome. And, you know, of course, Freitas is devastated, devastated, and she's crying, and she goes, who did this to you? And we hear horses outside. Credits. Okay, so first scene, I wrote, oof, a crow is pecking out a decapitated head's face. <laughs> this is a real crow, you guys, not our, like, fake hot crow. So, Freitas walks... Oh, God. <laughs> a parrot. <laughs> so Freitas like has walked out of the healer's cabin at this point, and there is a circle of decapitated heads and a man in a black coat rocking back and forth. And I'm like, were you just waiting there all night for her for the drama, you asshole? <laughs> so our evil cloaked man is obviously the man sitting in the middle of this like circle of decapitated heads, obviously the villagers of this village. And he's holding a baby. He's holding the baby, the healer's baby. So Freitas stops suddenly because she's about to like cut his head off, but he's holding this baby. And so he goes, so you must be the one with the cross on her back. I was expecting a warrior. You're just a girl. And I wrote rude. <laughs> And the berserkers surround her. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, why have you done this? Who are you? Why are you doing this? 
And he's like, you're the one that killed my berserker. And she's like, he, he attacked us. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like he came upon us, attacked us. Like what the hell is going on? And he's like, you bent the bow of God's wrath and I'm God's arrow. I was like, that's kind of cool. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's a cool line. It's a good line. So, Freydis, like... Oh, I'm sorry. So, he's like... The berserkers start surrounding her, right? And he's, like, very nonchalant. He's like, when you're finished with her, bring me her body. So, Freydis unsheaths her sword. And he's like, stop! Where did you get that sword? And she's like, I got it in Uppsala. <laughs> I can't do her accent. <laughs> a priest gave it to me. And he, like, is like, did, did, did you see him? Did you see the old one? The seer? What did he call you? And she's like, yeah, I saw him. He, he called me the last. And this takes our, our cloaked man by surprise. And he goes, like, what is your name, girl? And she goes, Fredis. And he's like, listen, take a message to Hokan. Tell her Yar Kora. Kora is coming. And all the berserkers leave. Drama. Drama. <laughs> so cut to London. And Olaf is like, I wrote, <laughs> Olaf is loading the ships. LOL, he's loading one ship, dumbass. So he's loading a ship, like, because he's preparing to leave, right? And he sees his right man, right-hand man, his, like, his, his little butt boy. His name's Nori. And, you know, they're saying their goodbyes and stuff. And... Olaf is like, listen, I support your decision to stay in Long Dawn with Canute. You know, he he takes care of his people. Like, you'll be good here. We're heading out, but you're good. And Nori is like, look, I don't like this, like, game you're playing with him. You guys have something weird going on. I don't like it. And Olaf's like, look, it's not a game. He made his decision. He wants to be king of Long Dawn, and I will be king of Norway. And then Nori's like, listen, when he finds out what you've done, what you're up to, he will return and he'll destroy you. And like, we don't know yet, like what Olaf is up to, but Olaf is like, listen, he has half his force sailing away with us. And you, Nori, you, you people, the Danish people, you're not going to fight against, or Norwegian people, sorry, <laughs> are like, you're not going to fight against your own country, are you? Like, you're not going to fight against Norway. And I'm like, oh my God, Olaf is so smart. <laughs> great, yeah. always thinking ahead but you know that can kind of be his downfall too but we'll we'll get there so canute and his <laughs> i wrote canute and his davy crockett hair is <laughs> <laughs> on the pier and you know he's walking out he's saying his goodbyes to like his people and he goes up to harold and he gives harold a coin did you, this trigger you? <laughs> I, yeah, I wrote that, like, I didn't even notice it the first time, and then this time I'm like, oh my god. So stupid. So he gives Harold a coin, and he's like, see, it's the head of the king. I was like, you're so stupid. Like, god, like fuck off. And Harold's that's, like, that's, that's not what I came here. I wrote, wah, wah. Like, not the time, not the place, dumbass. <laughs> no. But he's like, I says, he's like, when you come back, I'll have my head on the coin. Ugh. God, shut so, up. Shut up. <laughs> and Patrick, please interrupt me at any time. Oh, you're good. You're good. Because <laughs> I, I love I like, it. <laughs> you're on one. I was like, the only thing I missed was just Freitas is riding on a horse. And the being in the show, I'm like, God, Freitas is so pretty and awesome. Oh, it's my so God. Cool. She's like just epically riding on this horse with a sword, fighting all these people. I'm like, God, it's like, she's so cool. Well, it's so funny you say that because like when she's talking to Cora, I'm like, oh my God, she looks so young and like just so pretty. Yeah. Like, well, this this is just like a Freitas episode for everybody out there. It's just like, just her. She's awesome. She's so <laughs> awesome. And like, it, this episode like just says a lot about like who she is. And I was like, I wonder when they filmed this because, like, she, I'm not saying she looks bad later, but, like, she looks older and, like, in this, she's so young and, I don't know, she just looks so pretty and I was like, oh, I love her. Like, I don't know. Yes. 
Anyway, so Davy Crockett is like what Patrick said. He's like, next time you see me, my coins will be on, or my face will be on the coins. It's like, okay. So let's pause for a second. And I had a memory of like third grade. And Patrick, what did we learn about like Alexander the Great? Like, because I distinctly remember, and you guys, I'm not a history person. I remember like his downfall was like this type of stuff. Like trying to conquer all these kingdoms. And oh my God, yeah. Just having like a giant empire. It's like everybody. It's the dumbest number one rule I thought of like, being a ruler it's like don't expand your empire too wide like you run out of resources like everybody knows this literally like a third grader learned this like anyway you guys keep that in mind because like this is so dumb i we were not team canoe like we're i I, I literally read the same thing i'm like i'll get to it but i'm just like why are we doing this again like all the time seems like you're doing pretty well in denmark like anyway we're gonna get there but Harold and Leaf and half of Canute's crew are off. And I was like, Viking ships are so cool, LOL. <laughs> so Harold is like, you know, it's a great city. He's talking to Leaf. And Leaf goes, it's a pity about their bridge. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Leaf has a sense of humor. <laughs> I was thinking, like, all the people are, like, going to die because they can't get food across the bridge or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, first of all, a lot of innocents are going to die. Second of all, I'm sure they could get a pe- bunch of peasants to fix it. Like, Well, they're probably like all going to die building it, refixing it again. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> okay. So the next scene, I wrote Godwin struts into the scene, LOL. <laughs> so Godwin walks in and Canute is like, we're, we're back in, like, the castle area. And Canute's like, so, Godwin, like, how do you like your quarters? And Godwin is like, I can't accept that. I never asked for that. And Canute is like, I remember you asked for nothing. So a man who asked for nothing, like, you can't be trusted. And I was like, okay, Canute's right about that. So Godwin is like, okay, well, let me, or like, allow me to earn that trust, okay? He's like, okay. So Canute is like, okay, get me a hangman and get me a gallows set up. And Godwin is like, well, okay, sure. But <laughs> you know, he picks up for him. <laughs> He's like, what reason? And Canute is like, I have 11 reasons and you know them all. I was like, oh shit, here we go. So you guys, we cut to the dungeon scene, dungeon area, and we're with the nobles, our little, I love the nobles. I don't know. They just kind of make me laugh. And Godwin walks in and he's like, he's basically like Canute's little bitch boy at this point. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but Godwin walks in and he has a bunch of clothes and he's like, a gift for you guys from Canute. And the nobles are so confused. (laughs) They're like, okay, is Edmund alive? And he's like, yes. And they're like, okay, so Canute is like staying? Like what, what's going on? And Godwin is like, King Edmund is alive. King Canute is staying. They're gonna rule together. And he's, Godwin's like, Canute wants to meet, I wrote, Canute wants to meet his baubles. Canute wants to meet his nobles. And so one of the, the nobles, I'm like, it doesn't matter what his name is, LOL. Um, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Well, like, oh, I'm the Lord Shire of Canterbury. Canterbury? It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. But they're nobles, whatever. So I don't know how we translate to that American, but maybe like governors. Uh, who knows? Like, I don't know. Um, anyway, so they're like... <sighs> One of the guys is like, look at you, Godwin, kissing the arse of the enemy. And then I wrote, is he about to say just like your father? And then as I was thinking that, he goes, just like your father. Did you think that too? Pretty much. (laughs) Godwin's one like trigger point. Like he's always like, oh, I'm calculated and cool. But he talked about his dad, it triggers him. Oof. And you guys remember like... His dad did some shit. He betrayed the king, basically. He, like, stole something. And the dad was stripped of his title, stripped of his bullshit. All that shit, you know? And he was sent to prison. Anyway, 
So Godwin is kind of funny. He's like, okay, how about you're the first to meet Canoe, LOL. <laughs> the guy that was like an asshole, but oh God. Okay. I wrote barf, here we go. So <clears throat> Canood is like in the courtyard and he's looking, looking out and in walks Emma. And you know, you guys, these two have like sexual tension, which is like, so, uh, anyway. It's, it's so boring. So they're like, the act, I don't know, the acting isn't great. They're just like, ooh, like, blah, blah, blah. I hate it. So she comes in and, She's like, you know, I've come to offer, my, I've come to offer my thanks for saving my sons and to ask you like what I can do to repay your kindness. And I wrote, I don't trust King Canute at all. Anyway, he's like, you know, I don't need anything, but you know, you're free to go. You're free to go at any time. You know, if you wish to go back to Normandy, you know, I know that's where you're from. And I'm like, you're so manipulative. The old like, oh, you can go, but you know, he wants her to, like, uh, he's so fake. I see right through your no. bullshit, Canute. Well, he's like, I'm the nicest Viking of all time. I'm like, I just altruistically saved your kids, and you're all free, and I'm not, like, keep your son alive as an advisor. Just, like, shut up. I know. <laughs> just say you want her to stay. Like, I don't know. It's so fake. Like, say you want to kiss her. Yeah. <laughs> so. You want to go kissing under the starkest baby? <laughs> So Emma's like, Canute, like, I came here when I was a girl, like, I was stolen, basically, like, this is my home, like, going to Normandy, like, doesn't make sense, that's not my home, I want to stay here, and he's like, oh, I'm so pleased to hear that, I would like you to be my advisor, and she's like, well, what could I advise you in, barf, <laughs> he says it like this, he's like, oh, well, I want you to be my dot, dot, dot advisor emma and she's like oh my god ew <laughs> so stupid <laughs> my mm. like just the pause is so ugh. Ugh. advisor like you knew what you were gonna say canute like he he sucks okay so canute is like look I'm a foreigner here, like you once were, so like help me win the English people over. Uh, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, let's let's talk about this. I'm sorry, but the English would never accept him as their king anyway. No. There's no, no way. No. Not a chance. There's not a chance. So Emma's like, could you like what do you want? Like, what do you want from England? Why are you here? And he's like, I wish to build a great northern empire that stretches across the top of Europe, and I need England's wealth. Cut. So, like, what we were just talking about, like, the dumbest idea of all time that has never worked. I know. Like, what, again, like, what, what does everyone want this empire? Like, give me a nice beach where I can just be chilling in Cedar Rapids. Yes. <laughs> Seems like you have like, a pretty good like life. Yeah, I mean, like, you, like you said, the English are never going to accept him. They're just going to be, like, revolting and rioting and try to kill him all the time. Right. It's just, like, and, like not pay their taxes. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Stupid. Just like me. Don't, I don't pay taxes. Listen, he doesn't pay his taxes. Oh, oh, IRS, please. Slut ever. So, we're back in Kattegat, baby. We've been away for a little bit. So, Freitas... Uh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, Can Canute. So, Freitas is back in Kattegat because she's was sent there by Yara Kora. And she's talking to Hokan and um, she's saying everything that happened. Like, everyone's dead. And then, you know, I went to Uppsala and then this asshole <laughs> killed my friends and everyone's dead. And he came, he sent me to tell you he's coming. And, um, you know, the, the lead shield, shield maiden killed me. She's, I'm, I was like, I hate this. I hate this bitch. I hate her so much. She's like, did you use your knife or bring him down with your bare hands? She's like, God, you fucking asshole. Like I, I choked him out with a bracelet and like, like throat crushed my friend. Yeah. Like murdered my friend. And then she's like, he would not come here. So... 
he she's like he doesn't have the forces and you guys i had this like epiphany here i thought yarl cora was english but he's 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 a Christian Viking. So that was probably just me being stupid, but I was so confused. Maybe he's from Norway or something. Yeah, uh, he's a Jarl. Like, he's one of the, like, leaders, too. So anyway, that was just me being, like, so confused and dumb. And Hokan is like, okay, like, go rest. You're tired. Like, when you're ready, tell me of, like, your journey to Uppsala and, like, what you saw and stuff. And Hokan is like, fuck, LOL. Protect the borders and trade Freitas. She she says that to one of the shield maidens. Yeah, the woman's like, oh, you choked her out. Maybe you should join my shield maiden corps. And I'm like, and she's like, yeah, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you train her? And it's like, oh, I got that woman back. Like the woman is being all snarky. Like, oh, you think you're cool? Oh. Which is like, and we're like, what is a shield maiden? Do they ever like explain <clears throat> like what they are? No. I don't know if they're part of like the Viking again. Viking lore or something, but I'm sure they are. Like I don't know. I I I mean, I guess basically guards, like female warriors, I guess. But I don't know if that was a real thing. Um, you guys write in, <laughs> tell us if it's a real thing because we're not looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't look things up on this show. <laughs> okay, no, it's like our rule, but <laughs> just kidding. our unofficial rule. So okay. So Jarl Cora, and th- you guys, that's our cloaked man. He approaches Uppsala. And I wrote, oh boy, we have echoing voices. You guys, we have ourselves a flashback. <laughs> so, or, uh, oh God. I said, or, or, like a schizophrenic episode or okay. so, I don't know. Patrick, I, okay, I'm so glad you said this. And I'll point this out later, but like his eyes like, track like the hallucinations i guess for lack of a better word so i think he does have like some schizophrenia or i'm not a doctor you guys it's just like i work in a hospital and like with certain patients when they have hallucinations you can tell they're like actually seeing it because their eyes track like you know what i mean like you're uh, following yeah. I, I didn't know that you would know better than me but i think it might be maybe that's like the god force and a lot of people have like religious things and they think they're Jesus or like the I second coming and like yeah. it's really interesting because like I'll point it out later when it happens, but I was like, oh my god, this actor is amazing. He is so good. I love this guy. Because he's tracking movements. Like he's not just like, oh like, oh, I'm having a vision. Like, I don't know. I would love to have okay, him on the show. That, that that might be it, because I mean like there's nothing inherently scary about this guy he's just like a bald guy with a big beard but something about him is just like terrifying i know well and i thought of this because like we had a patient once who saw like a dead loved one and like they were completely like in the throes of their i won't say specifically they in their illness and like that one of the nurses was like, you can tell that sh- this person sees the person because of her eye. Anyway, I just thought it was like fascinating. <laughs> like, oh, so, okay. And to further like make that point. Um, so, okay, bear with me. This is a little confusing. So Yara Hulkan ap- approaches Uppsala and you know, we, we see a mom and a dad and a kid, like maybe like 12, like, like an older brother type and we see like the dad beckoning a younger boy who must be like six or seven so the father in this like vision or hallucination and you know keep in mind Cora is watching this happen like he's in this scenario so the dad has like a tattoo on his palm that has like lines on it like I don't really know how to describe it like three or lines or whatever so the father like shows his tattoo on the palm of his hand to the guard at the gates of Uppsala. So the Vision family, <laughs> I just call them the Vision family, walks in and so does Cora, you guys, who has the same symbol on his hand. You guys. So Cora's like walking through the village and he's following this like Vision family. And Cora approaches the temple and he enters and he stands next to the priest and 
I'm, he's like, I'm here to prepare. And also, like, I, she, this priest doesn't know who she is. And so, anyway, they both, like, approach the altar and bow their heads. So, anyway, it, it, we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah, it's a little confusing. It all comes, comes together. Yeah. So, the uh, barf. Cut back to Emma and Canute. <laughs> I wrote one sentence. They're talking politics, taxes, barf, etc. You know, she's... Oh, go ahead. I, I, I love it. Like, I just wrote this whole thing because, like, yeah, like... They're talking taxes and like none of this really makes any sense, but they don't really need to get like too much into it. But like, I just wrote this quick thing. She's like, oh, taxes are too high. So like people can't work. So we'll reduce the taxes, but tax more people because like when we tax more houses, we get more money with less. And I was like, this is so, what? Are you an economist? Like, is this I know any sense at all? No, because... <laughs> And, like, how are you going to enforce that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's stupid, you guys. So It's, it's, yeah, it's just, like, the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> like, sure, okay, like, why don't we just lower taxes and tax more people, and then everyone pays. <laughs> sure, okay. We'll lower taxes and get more people to pay. I'm like, how do you think that's going to go, Emma? <laughs> I'm not paying taxes on this channel. Fuck you. Like, no, fuck you. <laughs> so, so basically, she's like, this tax, this these, this tax will be enough to build your empire. I was like, ugh, you guys are so stupid. You're made for each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Emma, but anyway. So okay. Cut to Freydis. We're back in Kattegat, and she's with the Shield Maidens, and she's training. And Freydis is like suddenly an amazing fighter. LOL. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't think too much about it, but like she's very skilled, you guys. Like that's important. And Hokan approaches her, and um, she's like, "Oh, come with me. Like I want to talk to you. I want to talk about what happened in Uppsala." So Freydis like shares her vision about how. She was scared and she was called by people, but she was scared. And she said the seer called her the last. And Hokan is like, I know of that same seer. And I wrote the same drug trip, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I haven't read this. So I was like, how do I even go on one of these like destiny trips? Like, this looks fun. It'd be kind of cool. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I want to see the seer. What am I called? I'd be like, ah! You'd be, like, I don't know, the farter. The hungry. The, yeah, the farter. <laughs> hungry. So Hokan is like, so the seer told me that like a wave that only I could see was coming. So the tide went out, receded, and the people came out and, you know, they saw the fish there and they saw it as a gift from the gods, but a tidal wave came and killed them all. And I wrote, why are you guys running from a tidal wave? LOL. <laughs> like, I love, uh, this, I love this vision so much. So like the, the the ocean recedes and there's all these like fish and everyone in the town is just like so excited. It's like candy or like money. Everyone's like, oh my God, fish. <laughs> like, and I guess this is like back in the day, but it's just like, wow. Like you probably stinks and everything. It's like all these fish are just flopping around where do you guys think that water is going like do you not know how waves work <laughs> oh yeah it's like wouldn't you be freaking out like oh my god this is the end of the world this is the apart if you have never seen i know away before like so hokan's vision she she's like there was only one woman that survived in the vision in my vision and all this time i thought it was me but it's not and I wrote, can you guys guess who it is? <laughs> it's Freydis. Wow. She, she is the last, she is the last daughter of Uppsala. Pause. You ready? Yes. Four, three, two, one. We're back. So, you guys, we are at the gallows that King Canute ordered to be erected anyway um so <laughs> yeah you're right so 
the uh, so to set the scene, like Canute's there, King Edmund's there. <laughs> I keep forgetting about Edmund, but anyway. So the nobles walk in, and I wrote, Canute has some nerve. Can you guys tell I don't like him? <laughs> so <laughs> the nobles walk in, and they have their um, they have like bags over their head. They're chained up, and you know they're they're head things get taken off and they see the previous noble hanging from the gallows so canute you know he's he's standing before the nobles he's giving his old king speech so oh let me just say like it's so i like in the other episode when he's doing this like 40 minute speech for the tables and he's like oh there's a traitor it's like every scene now he's just doing one of these speeches he's like oh you can do this so you can be loyal to me it's just like shut up shut up like <laughs> just, oh, i know there's one way to get trust like, oh no like, two ways is it easy way? you know whatever it's like can you just like not talk in riddles like it's so annoying so <laughs> the king is like king canute is like look like i'm here i'm here alongside edmund I'll restore your titles. I'll build the, the goddamn bridge. And I'm going to forge a great empire in the north, ruling alongside Edmund. I only asked for one thing. And I wrote, I only asked for one thing, loyalty. So I, so I said, you guys know where this is going. Blah, blah, blah. Uh. <laughs> so one by one, the, lo the lobos, the nobles pledge their loyalty. And I just wrote, can we see more of Harold? <laughs> Like, it's a very Canute-heavy episode. I never even, like, write anything down when it gets to, like, the England part. It's like, I would just, like, I literally just skip it, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame I you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I love this. I love how he's like, okay, I'm going to build, like, I want 14 gallows to hang, like, the 14 nobles, and this scene only has four of them or something, and they're just like, all right, we're not doing the whole, like, pledge and loyalty, like, whatever. It whatever. It's just like... <laughs> The like, crew yeah. is like, can we do four? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we're not building this. Okay. So back to Absala, back to Korra. So Korra is still in partially in his hallucination vision and he approaches the altar and he he looks to the right and he sees his well We'll, we'll get there. So he sees the family, the like vision family, right? And we see the the brother character, like the little like 11 year old being placed on the altar and killed. He's basically a sacrifice. And I wrote, oh, this got really dark. I'm like, this is pretty traumatic. Like, yeah, I say that. He, so he's like one of the kids with the family starts freaking out. I'm like, yeah, what do you expect? Like, they just slice his neck open yeah whatever i would like his brother yeah pretty uh pretty pretty effed up yeah yes me it, it a child nonetheless like and like it's weird because like the mom seems to be kind of freaking out but the dad is just kind of like this is what he expected so like okay i'll speak for myself i don't know anything about this culture and so i don't know what this really means so i don't know I'll uh, leave it at that. <laughs> it's a little lost on me. I'm just saying, it's a little, a little traumatic. Like, they warn a little brother or something. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Like, I don't really blame him, but... Or don't take the little boy. Like, what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like that. So, anyway, obviously, like, the little boy in the vision, like, sc like is screaming, crying, seeing his brother being killed, and he runs off. So, <laughs> back to the shield maidens. And I wrote, Q... Or obligatory <laughs> the fleet is returning Woo! that was fast so i love that about this show like the fleet's just back like the next day <laughs> okay well I wrote the, i'll just say it now because like i'm like wow frida's got like really good like being a shield maiden and warrior in, like this episode and then i realized i was like oh they left from england in the beginning of episode, so I guess it takes some time to sail to Norway. So this has been happening over like months or something. Yeah, I think like, like okay. five months. <laughs> it was like this episode, like yeah, it's like really just they don't really explain. It seems like it's like two days, but it's actually like months. Yeah, like that's a good point because it seems like the very next day. 
that like that they had left but probably at that time it'd been a couple of months at least (laughs) but we don't need that part (laughs) nope so the fleet's like returning and you know they're they're unloading the ships and Freyday sees Leif and Liv and obviously like the other friends aren't there and I wrote they walk away lol so (laughs) the three of them are reunited and they they walk yeah I put this I'm like I'm so glad they got reunited because I'm like these are ancient days. Like, if you went to a different country, would you ever see somebody again? Like, I was like, how no. could they possibly like, find somebody? There's no way. Like, oh, we're all... <laughs> yeah. No like, way. Okay, bye, Jenny. I'm going to go fight in Europe. I'll never see you again. I'd be like, sure. smell you later. Like, <laughs> God bless. <laughs> so Harold's kind of watching her, too. And she kind of gives him a look, but, like, keeps walking. So, cut to Harold. He's he's with Jarl Hokan, and he presents her with treasure, and she's like, so, Knut's gonna stay in London? <laughs> like, what? But Harold is like, yeah, I guess, like, he's staying to be king, whatever. You know what, Hokan? Like, I want you to know, Knut promised me that I would be king of Norway, and I'm gonna need your support. And she's, she's not stupid. She's like, well, what about your brother? <laughs> and he's like well it's not my problem and she's like i mean it's a really big problem <laughs> like uh, well, like this is it gonna be like a civil war like, yeah I mean, like this could like be a huge problem <laughs> like so a lot of dead people so Cut to Denmark, and Olaf is on a ship, and I wrote, it looks cold. (laughs) So, Olaf, you know, walks in to the queen of Denmark, Queen Alfegui. I did not, for the life, it's spelled A-L-F-E-G-I-U, you guys. Alfway? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what to call her. (laughs) Queen, Queen Denmark, right? So this is Canute's wife, obviously. And like, she's a very beautiful woman, but she's a little bit older, like probably in her early 40s, like whatever. So Olaf walks in and he's like, my queen, like I, I bow down, whatever he says. He's like, do I have permission to like resupply in Denmark before returning on my journey? And she's like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Like, can you tell me about my husband, LOL? Like, where is my husband, King Canute? And he's like, kind of caught off guard. He's like, um, uh, I mean, he's staying in London and uh, I thought he told you. <laughs> like, I thought he had told you his plan. And she, she's like, okay, like, why is he staying in London? <laughs> It's and like, she knows what's up. She knows how. She it's knows so the game. funny because Olaf is just like put in this position <laughs> to be like, oh, oh, you don't know. Like, you're not fucking with, like, you don't know. <laughs> like, Ooh, yeah. So she's like, why? And he's like, well, he's assumed the crown of England as king. And she's like, okay, that's cool. Like, so I'm the queen of England, right? And he's like, yeah sure right and she's like what are you not telling me right now like something is going on and he's like uh well england already has a queen (laughs) king althorad's widow she's like whoa 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 and olaf is such an asshole he's like you know she's she he's like he sees his in right here right he's like She's, you know, a very pretty woman and he she's become really close to your husband, wink wink. And there's rumors of marriage. And like this lady isn't dumb. She's like this queen. She's like, "Okay, why are you here? Why why are you being such an asshole? Like, what do you want?" So Olaf is like, "Listen, I wish to rule Norway. King Canute will not permit this." So He's going to challenge me, right? Like, when I try to be king, he's going to challenge me. I need you to... So, when this happens, King Canute is going to call upon his fleet, right? To, like, go for Olaf. 
And he's like, Queen Denmark, I need you to deny him that. And she's like, I don't have the... And she's actually English, I think. I think she's Mercian. Yeah. If you, if you have seen... If you guys have seen Ted Lasso, she's like the soccer head coach. She's English on that show, too. Oh, okay. I didn't know she was really English. Yeah. I think she's Mercian, she says, which R.I.P. Strayona, we love you, miss you. Because I think he was Mercian. I don't fucking know, you guys. <laughs> anyway, she's English. That'll come up later. But, like, I don't know. I like her a lot. So... She's like, I don't have the power to do that. Like, I'm, what? And Olaf is like, I think you have more power than you think. Barf. So we're back in Kattegat and Freydis is like telling Liv and Leif about Uppsala. And like, it's so funny because she's like, there's a temple as tall as the sky. I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the tallest building any, like, Greenland person I've ever seen. She That's very true. Europe. Or she had to go to England, I mean. Right. But, you know, she's like, the temple that I went to in Uppsala, this very holy site, is being threatened by the Christians. And I know it's my destiny to protect Uppsala, to protect the old ways. And I hope you two stay with me. And they're like, sure, slut ever. Like, I don't know, we don't have any plans, really. Yeah, like, what are they going to do? Know. Like, I don't really know what they did. Yeah. <laughs> so Leif and, um, sees like Harold approach it and he's like, Hey Liv, like, let's go check on the boat. LOL. So Harold like walks up to her and you know, he's, he's like, a, he's infatuated by her. You guys like, he's very taken with her and he's like, you're no longer a hunter. You're a warrior. And she's kind of bitchy. She's like, a lot has changed. A Christian, I'm sorry, a Christiane has killed my friends. And, you know, she's very hateful. Like, she's, like, not flirting with him at all. And Harold's like, okay, like, I've heard of that guy. Like, he is crazy. He's a zealot. And he has to be punished for what he did. Like, I agree. He should die. And she's like, oh, <laughs> he will be. He'll be dealt with. And Harold is like, look. Like, not all Christians are bad, Freydis. And, okay, I wrote, like, they have kind of a religion talk, which I didn't write down, but, <laughs> you know. No, it was like, no, it's not important. Never mind. It's not important. She's just like, well, Christians wouldn't do this. And he's like, well, they, you know, you guys know what we're talking about. So, Freydis storms off. Okay. <laughs> so, cut to nighttime, and we're still in Kattegat, and Freydis has let her hair down, and ooh, she looks so pretty, and you know, Harold's looking at her, and Liv is staring at Liv. I was like, everyone's staring at each other. <laughs> so, basically, we get some, like, random lady, lol. <laughs> and she's, like, celebrating the heroes of Long Dawn, Leif and Harold, and I was like, she's basically a hype man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know. I love this woman because she's, like, doing this, like, rhyming, like, speaking about all the great feats they did. And it's like, oh, he fought to 100 men. And then they interject. And it's like, more like a 1,000. But I'm like, shut up. She's doing her whole, like, this is awesome. Like, she's doing, like, it's almost like a rap battle. Where she's just kind of, like, spitting it out. I'm like, these, everyone just keeps interrupting this legend. I know. She's an iconic rap legend. Like... <laughs> But Patrick's like, right, like, I wouldn't call her, like, a jester, but kind of that, like, energy, like, telling a tale of what happened and, you know, hyping up the crowd and everyone keeps interrupting her. So, you know, they're like, Harold, like, speech, speech, like, give a speech. And so Harold gets on the table and he's like, this isn't my story. It's, it's the Greenlanders' story and their journey and... Liv, you're my friend, you're my brother. And um, I wrote, we cut away to an angry man. LOL, we'll circle back to that. So he, Harold is like giving this speech, right? And saying how the Greenlanders like save them all. And they say, school. And I was like, is that cheers? That's pretty cool. I'm going to say that. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. So they drink and. Oh, but, I mean, I'm just like. I think Carol is just clearly just, do, just doing this just to, like, get 
get on Freitas's good side, get into her. He's, wow. he's talking a lot about the Greenlanders. I was like, you know, a lot of people did a lot of stuff in this war. There were like thousands of people that fought in this war, but he's only talking about the Greenlanders. It's like, Patrick. he's just trying to get in. He's just such a dog. I, I think that's so interesting. You caught that. Oh, it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was, yeah. No, I see what I, you know what? Yeah. He's been guilty of that before. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's obvious, like, he wants to go the bones up, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So, Fre- so Freitas approaches Harold. He's, like, staring. He's at the fireplace at this point, and she thanks him for, you're right, Patrick. What a good catch, because she's, like, very <laughs> appreciative of, like, what he said and about her friends and, you know, they all died. And he's like, oh, you know, I only speak the truth, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he he pulls out her necklace that she had given him before he went on this journey, right? And I wrote, oh, she looks so pretty. <laughs> so he's like, you should have your necklace back. You know, hopefully it brings you luck for tomorrow. So he walks away. So we cut to the angry man we had just saw. And he, he goes up to Leif and he's like, you killed my father. You defended a Christian man. So remember, it's the guy on the boat when they were going to London. Remember that little scaredy cat bitch? So this is his son, right? So Leif is like, bro, like your dad was an asshole. He killed one of my men. Like, sl- like what? You don't have anything to do with this. Like, I'm sorry it was your dad, but fuck off. So the guy's like, Bleh. so he makes a move towards Harold to like ax him. But like one of the shield maidens intercepts him and he's like, he's a Christian lover. He's probably a Christian himself. So they, they drag him off. And Freitas is kind of looking. She's kind of like, what? You know, she anyway, that's kind of the end of the scene. Oh, my God, Patrick. <laughs> oh, I wrote oh, no, barf. I know, I know what this, Skip I know this what scene. This, I know. What? What'd you say? I wrote barf, skip. Oh, well, I just want to say this. Like, can I just. Oh, please, please do. Oh, whatever. I'll just go into it. So it's, again, it's just like. Did, some, did it start with, like, they tried to go to his room or something? Godwin? Is this yes. I didn't write all the notes. So Godwin is like, he's just carrying all these papers and walking down the hall to these guards. And he's like, I need to speak to Canute. And he's like, well, Canute's a little busy right now, you know? They're like, Oh, but it's really important. He's like, Knut is alone with Emma right now. And Godwin's just like, okay, I see what's happening. So he starts walking away and we cut into the scene. We just get this like, I don't know, silhouette of them kissing. And it's so disgusting because Knut's hair, his ponytail is just like going off into the back. It's like a silhouette of a ponytail making out with a woman. It's so horrible. You guys, like they're obviously in coitus and like, kissing each other it's very intimate and like if you guys remember a few episodes back i was like oh my god i I was watching this at the gym and it was this scene and i was like oh my god it looks like i'm watching like porn right now but like and i didn't even notice but emma's naked like yeah i I was like this is the first time we've ever seen any nudity on the show too yeah i was like it's only episode two it's a very intimate scene and i wanted it it was one of those like i wanted it to end it was just like too much for me (laughs) well okay also i was like how old is emma and i think in real life she's like 30 and i'm guessing canute is in like his late 30s early 40s which is like i don't know i didn't like that and i'll just leave it at that you guys can think whatever you want but like anyway whatever they're they're being intimate so cut to the docks where we're in London still. We cut to the docks and, you know, Godwin's kind of like looking down and Edmund, poor Edmund. He's just like a sad sack at this point, you guys. So Edmund approaches Godwin and he's like contemplating escaping. And Godwin's like, no, like, you know, I'm just thinking about how quickly things change. And I wrote, LOL, Edmund is so pissed. Because, like, they're they're kind of talking, right? And he's like, I'm not a king anymore. I'm a cipher. I'm a stranger in my own country. Like, this is so embarrassing. Godwin is like, well, you know, don't look at it like that. 
he's Canute is dependent on you to maintain the, the nobles and listen you got to play the part for a little bit okay like that's that's basically what Godwin is saying and Edmund's like are you trying to say something and Edmund I'm sorry Godwin's like no I'm not trying to say anything wink wink nudge nudge so basically like Godwin's up to something you guys I just thought this is like Godwin in love with Emma or something because like it seems like he's all like really pissed but can you second up with her? So I don't know if that's... I totally might have missed something. They have an interesting relationship. Yeah. It'll, maybe, it'll come maybe up. we'll learn more. Yeah. yeah. We're going to learn more. So, <laughs> Freydis... Cut to Kattegat. So, Freydis has her, like, shield maiden trial. And obviously, she becomes one. LOL. So, I fast-forwarded this scene because it's, it's a cool scene. But I was like, oh, she becomes, like, a shield maiden. But basically, it's like pointing out Freydis is like a fierce warrior. Like two words to describe Freydis: fierce and a warrior. And oh, yeah. she, she promises to protect Catacat, Catacat, to the death. I'm so rude. I said she looks like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her hair. I thought it was cool. She looks cool, but I was like, oh, she looks kind of like a clown. But anyway. So she, uh, she approaches Harold and she's like, oh, thank you for giving me my necklace, but I'm going to give it back to you. Barf. She's, <laughs> she's like, you might need it tonight when you ask me to your bed. <laughs> Old. <laughs> so <sighs> cut to Harold's butt. And um, I wrote, I don't want to talk about this scene with my brother. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty graphic. But he's like, I just went earlier. She's like, he's like, oh, like, I'll ask you, but it looks like you need a warm bath. And I guess it's like a callback to episode one when they first meet. But again, I'm like, this is not just saying, oh, you smell terrible and you're covered in blood and you've like been rolling around in shit, people. basically. <laughs> it's like, it's not as, it's not as like uh, flirty as you think it is. Right. And I wrote, a woman totally directed this episode. <laughs> It's such a through-the-women lens, which is fine, but it's just funny because, like, this is a very intimate scene, and, like, needless to say, like, they go to the bone zone, and clearly these two have, like, feelings for each other. So, cut back to Jarl Cora, and he's, like, following his past child self. And you, okay, this is where I wrote, like, he's seeing these hallucinations, you can tell he's like tracking them with his eyes. It's very, very cool. Um, I don't know the actor's name. Please come on the show. We'd love to talk to you. So anyway, the little vision boy approaches the seer and he's like, they killed my brother. Like, you know, he's very upset. So Cora walks into frame and the seer is such an asshole. He's like, the same frightened boy. Rude. So Cora's like, no, not the same frightened boy. I'm empowered by the one true God. Even Christ. Oh. So they they talk a little bit, and the seer looks at him and he goes, even Christians can't resist picking my bones for a glimpse of their destiny. So we get Patrick's favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, well, so, yeah, he does the hand-licking thing. I don't know what I should say now, but I looked this up. He, like, I was like, okay, is this a thing? Like, is this really a thing? And, like, like don't want to offend anybody. <clears throat> Turns out it's not. They just made it for the show where he just, like, licks the palm. Really? And I think this actor started it, and everyone's like, wow, like, that is so cool. And they added it into the show. <gasps> so but it made me so sick though earlier because they were like with Freitas does it earlier and they're like oh that took 14 takes to film this and his hand had like prosthetics and like, <gasps> alcohol and like makeup and she just had to lick his hand no. 14 times I'm like that is the worst thing I've ever heard wow so that that and the Cora initially did that I think so wow. I, I like whatever his actor's name but it was like a man's name so I was like okay whatever <gasps> Wow, that but is it's not a Norse. Yeah, it's not uh, a real thing. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. What the heck was? That's an interesting <laughs> choice. But 
Well, it's so funny because in class the other day, it's like staff lives on our skin. Like we're covered in staff, you guys, like, which is extremely serious. <laughs> like you don't want to ingest that. You don't want that in your blood. Like you'll get very sick if not die. So, wow. I hate that. Anyway, <laughs> the seer is like, are you sure you want to know the truth? So we cut away. We cut to Cora walking to in Uppsala and he kills the guard who's guarding the gate and he opens the gate to let his berserkers. And he's like saying a like a like a Bible verse. I didn't write it down, but you know, the sword of God, blah blah blah. So he lets the berserkers in and obviously they're going to kill everyone. Okay. I wrote Cut back to Coot and Emma. <laughs> so cut back to Canoon and Emma. They're poised coitus. And there's a knock at the... I wrote, there's a knock at the do. <laughs> there's a knock at the door. And I wrote, Canoon looks insane. Like, his hair is down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to be me. So there's one of his uh, Viking men at the door. And he's like... King Canute, like, a boat has just arrived from Denmark, and here's a letter. You guys, it's a letter from the queen of Denmark. And Canute, like, takes the letter, right? He turns around. Oh, no, no. He says to the guard, like, summon, summon a priest and prepare my ship. <gasps> and I wrote, what is it? Oh, my God. So he turns, he turns to Emma, um, and he says... I have to ask you a question. Please answer carefully. Cut. <laughs> you guys, end of episode six. What do you think he's gonna ask her? <laughs> Here you are. <laughs> you already know. I think I know, but I totally forget. But... Yeah, I'm sure you know. Wow, what an episode. That was a good one. Good I, episode. Yeah, what'd you think? What was your, did you have a favorite part? Um, I think I thought the shield maiden trial was pretty cool. It was like okay. a pretty long fight. The one like, I skipped. <laughs> the one you skipped. <laughs> she's like pretty brutal, like, but at, at the same time, I'm like, do you know how hard fighting is? Like, she's fighting for like five minutes, and I'm like, you'd be gassed after like thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Because <laughs> like I didn't say this, but um, she's wearing armor. She has a sword. She has a seal. A seal. She has a shield. Like, this is a very, like, intense fighting scene, which I just don't care for, but it is very cool. Yeah, which she's fighting this girl, and then she has, like, the sword at her neck, but she's like, surrender, and then she drops the sword into the other hand, and, like, does this cool spin move, and all that. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite? I think Cora. I think... And we'll, a, we'll get more into his, like, mental state, but it's so interesting to me. I love an actor that gives, like, 1,000%, and this is the definition of that. I just looked him up, and, like, he's, still, he's totally, like, Scandinavian. He's got, like, the O with the circle through his name. It's, like, Ashborn. Like, I totally mispronouncing that. But yeah. I hope he's, like, booking. I hope he gets a lot of work. Like, good for <laughs> you. Please come on the show. I've said that, like, three times. I'm desperate. So, Patrick... Do you have a Viking fun fact for us? I do. Did you know that Vikings had like their own like Gucci designers brands for swords? <laughs> There's a guy like Ulfbjört, totally pronounced wrong, and they found over like 170 swords all around, spread around the Viking Empire. Gucci, Gucci, yeah. Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. So like, yeah. if they had one, it was like designer basically like oh i have this from olaf oh i have this yeah, from yeah. oh that's cool like the, the brand and everything wow the first like yeah. marketing the vikings were <laughs> they had their, they they're had their bougie yeah right, two years so viking victims sometimes paid the vikings to keep them from attacking this Practice began in the late 10th century, so like the 900s, with English and French paying huge sums of money for the Vikings to leave them alone. Unfortunately, this only encouraged, encouraged the Vikings, LOL. 
The Vikings would come back in the following years with an understanding that if they weren't paid, they'd resume their attacks. This money became known as Danegeld or Danegold. I was like, you fucking assholes. <laughs> hey, what do you expect? I know. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I mean, that says a lot right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Please, please don't kill us. I just want to talk about Vikings all day. God, can we? <laughs> can we just have a three-hour episode? Is it funny when you just look at these facts? I think we covered a lot of them, but they're like, oh, the Vikings were very hygienic. But then they're also just like alcoholic slobs who were covered in like people body fluid and biological matter all the time, oh. too. It's just... <laughs> And they were so progressive, but they were also very terrible. (laughs) They had some of the worst, like, the best divorce laws in Europe. They also were kind of committing a lot of crimes against humanity. So many crimes against humanity. You guys should look it up because I didn't know a lot about it. So please look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, it's been an honor. It's been a privilege. Will you accept this final rose and continue this Viking journey with me? Will. I will. (laughs) You guys, Vikings, we love you. Please come back. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, We keep getting... No, we we have two five-stars, I think. One is from me. (laughs) I haven't even done it yet. I'm going to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys... We'll be right back. Will you?